Yes, welcome to the program. Uh, I don't know, how do we best describe this week? The week leading up to a grand final. It is like Disneyland, it's Christmas, It's but it's even better than that. G'day, uh, welcome to the program. It is crunch time. We're doing it all thanks to Azito too, by the way. Azito Power Tools, German design quality and innovation powering DIYs all day, every day. Now, before we get to where you're listening to us uh, and how you can get in contact with the program, I've got to tell you who is in today. What about this intro? Marathon man (laughs) and 2013 value recruit of the year. Justin Horro, <laughs> welcome. That's a nice touch, Tommy. Great start, mate. Oh, here we go. A bit of solidarity with the marathoners. You know, yeah. we're, in, we're in for a marathon session of crunch time, aren't we? Four hours of the best. So, well said. Uh, yeah, I think he's uh, buttering me up a little bit there, Tommy. But, uh, uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Good to be here, Jimmy, and uh, looking forward to it today, mate. Uh, great week, great weekend of footy. So we're going to deep dive with you into what it is grand final week because you've been there, done that back in 2013 with the Manly Seagulls. This bloke, he not only had grand final week, he went out on the day and won the Clive Churchill medal. I'm talking about 1999. I'm talking about the inaugural premiership for the Melbourne Storm. I'm talking about Brett Noddy Kamali. Hello, Nod. Jimmy. Oh, hang on. No, hang on. Try the other one. Yes. Try that one. Yeah. I coughed here the other day and I pushed the wrong one as well. So <laughs> I, was plug, I was plugged into both. I had, two, I had two wires coming out of the middle there. But Often you get your wires crossed. Yes, wires this crossed. Place. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. But uh, no, good afternoon, everyone. Yeah, looking forward to it. Obviously, um, great time of year for rugby league and AFL. I've been been actually watching a little bit of AFL the last two days as well with the semifinals occurring or prelim finals for, for that code as well. Um, great time of year. Two fantastic sides. Blew the opposition away Friday night and Saturday night. Yes, um, they were far too good for the for the opponents and um, sets up a great promotional week. Um, obviously, NRL celebrates Grand Final week. You know, we've got obviously Dally M's on Wednesday night. Um, there's back a Kangaroos reunion back on Saturday for the first time for a, for a number of years. So. I read that. So you'd be going along? Yeah. So that, that'll be good. That's at the SCG on Saturday. So uh, you will go. I will go. Yes. Fantastic. So I put my uh, RSVP in for that, and then. Um, Sunday, obviously, we get to work out who is the best team for 2023, and they play with some speed. They're way above everyone else. Uh, great line speed, great attacking style. I don't know if Penrith all of a sudden leak a lot of points. Uh, they haven't done it traditionally. They don't do it in semifinals. So, um, but Reese Walsh is the man that probably can can pull apart the the Panthers' defensive line because he was on fire last night. Probably the worst on the field for the first eight minutes, and then the, <laughs> then the next 70 second minute, 72 minutes, he was the best on the field. So. Um, the kid's just been a freak, and he certainly uh, he's asked to be the buyer of the year. Uh, yeah, because I think he's being paid four hundred and fifty thousand dollars as well too. So it's they crazy. so they got him cheap. You know, every every week we've talked about his value on the open market. If you want to tell us what you think, Reese Walsh's value on the open market is, let us know one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text line zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. As mentioned, it is a bit of a marathon. Four hours are in, so twelve till four today. We are looking forward to that. And remember, you're listening across SENQ six ninety three AM in Brizzy, SEN eleven seventy AM in Sydney, SEN sixteen twenty AM on the Gold Coast. Uh, you can download the SEN app, listen anywhere at any time. So obviously we'll talk the Broncos win, the the Panthers win. We'll talk about some of the history at the Panthers and what might have been if Wayne Bennett had joined the club. We'll talk about uh, the grand final week itself. We'll talk NRLW. We've got that. We've got Jersey Flag grand final. We've got knock-on New South Wales Cup, knock-on effect grand final as well. So uh, no topic is off the table today, um, but let's start there. What is the value of Reese Walsh right now? Uh, Scope, you're a CEO. You're a general manager of football at uh, an organisation that is desperate for a fullback. 
What yeah. what's, what are you paying him? Yeah, the floor's a mil straight off the bat, I think. You know, when you look at all the stars that are in the competition right now, um, and even considering what some uh, lesser valued positions are getting at the moment, yes. specifically in the, you know, you know, I, you don't want to say that the the props are undervalued parts of the uh, a football team, but traditionally, you know, you're one and either a seven or six, and then even maybe your 13 uh, are going to garner the most money in a, in a squad more often than not. And um, Reese Walsh is in that little purple patch right now where, um, you know, we are watching the game last night and one of my mates in the group chat, I think he nailed it. He goes, it's like, you know, when you're playing a, a PlayStation game and there's a, <laughs> you can press a boost that makes the player run quicker. Yes. Reese Walsh has got it and no one else does. Yeah. It's like someone's got a cheat code on him and he's just running quicker than everyone else in the game. It looked like a, a PlayStation game and he was just so much better. So, um, unbelievable performance. Like Noddy said, um, would love to have that first 10 minutes back, but that's the reason you love Reese Walsh as well. He's got footy amnesia. He throws an intercept and, and Dellen goes that takes it to the distance from 50 out. The very next time they get some good ball and an opportunity, he wants to go straight at Dellen because why? Because what, how Dallin got him, he wants to expose him with the exact same play. Instead of playing long this time, he pumps it long and plays short to Herbie Farnworth and he goes through for a try. So, um, you know, not only does he, he bounce back quickly, but it's with really good footy IQ. It's not, it's not a fluke. I was amazed at exactly what you're talking at there because he did. He shaped, shaped long. And, and if you have a look at the try there that Farnworth gets, if you have a look at the try that uh, Jesse Arthurs gets in, I think it was the next half, or maybe uh, in the same half, yeah, in, in the second half, there's, there's, there's enough Warriors defenders there. Dallin, he pulls Dallin apart with, with what he's doing with the ball. But the, exactly right. Got intercepted the play before, looked long and threw short. Um, Herbie caught it on his leg mm. and then gets across for the try. What about you, Nod? Where 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 would you go? So just going back to the point that you made. So Adenfanuel Blake is on 1.05 million. Payne Haas will join him. Haas played 61 minutes. Uh, Fanuel Blake played 53. And Tommy Flegler played fi- uh, 50. Reese Walsh plays 80 minutes of every game. Mm. So you want to start with that too, Nod? Yeah, and I suppose you've got to compare him to... How much do you need that player to be at your club? Uh, are you a club that's desperate for a fullback? Are yep. you a club that is now got a fullback and, you, and you've got all the other combinations together? So they brought Adam Reynolds. Adam Reynolds was a b- first part of the jigsaw, effectively, outside of being a Brisbane Broncos player yep. that they went and sought after they got the wooden spoon. Um, they'd already had those young copper forwards coming through. Yep. Patrick Corrigan, uh, Flegler coming through. Payne Haas has just been lucky. Well, you know, Not lucky, but he's had some some contractual arguments with the Broncos over yes, years and yes. he, he wanted to leave at one stage and they've convinced him to stay and he's athleticism. He's, he's, he's as fast as some of the fullbacks on some occasions when he takes off and, and grows through the line. So what's Caelan Ponga? Well, Caelan Ponga. 1.4. 1.4. Mm. So that's probably overs. But that's, <laughs> that's that, but if you look at Newcastle, how they went at the end of the year, you go, well, that's great pay. Great work for the player to achieve that and great work for the club to make sure he stays with you. Because he's the reason, a big reason why they got nine straight wins and get to where they get to. So when he got knocked out, and we're going to talk to Dally M, team of the year and Dally M medal uh, winner. When he got knocked out in round two at Leichhardt Oval, 1.4 million was way overs. That's right. When they win uh, 11 straight, and he was probably player of the match in nine of them, 
Um, he's value. He's value, yeah, at 1.4. And you won't always get exact value for money for no. if you're a player or you're a fan or you're you're the club point of view. But uh, the salary cap, uh, I've just gone. So he'll he'll sign. So he's 2024. He's already contracted, isn't he? So it's an upgrade potentially looking at 24, 25, 26, 27. You'd think, or 28, 29, And again, the players, you know, they've, you know, the fact that players can sign what the Tino signed. Uh, or ten year, ten year deal, ten year deal, which guarantees. So they probably get a little bit under that for the club. Yes, but that's a risk the club's got to take that he's going to play ten years and be as a premium player. So sure, twenty twenty seven. The salary cap stands at the moment twelve point eight million. Ratchet. So so it'll effectively be, and you know, and it's happened. You've got to have the best players in your in your side, the most lucrative players to, or not lucrative, the most. You go through a scaling or a weighting system and go, who's going to win games of football for us? Well, Reese Walsh should be in the top three of that. Bringing people through the gate at the Brisbane Broncos, he would be number one at that. Mm, he's attracting audience. He's attracting fans. He's attracting sponsors. And the entertainment pro, you know, for people to go and watch the Broncos. I'm, you'd, I think you could mark him at knowing they've got to pay pain one and they've, yes. Corrigan would be on high hundreds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that's about it. Adam Reynolds, I wouldn't expect, would, could demand lots of high money. At the moment, no. But playing way above well, whatever you're paying him. Yeah, he's 800 at the moment, that's, that's, and he wants to go around for another yeah, year and, beyond and, 24. And you go, yeah, he, he, exactly the same. There you go yeah. again. So you know, yeah. you, you look at the players. You've got to make some big investments. Penrith do it with Nathan Cleary, he's, he's their highest paid player, and and Isaiah, Isaiah Yeo and Dylan Edwards. That'd be the highest three probably out there at the moment. Yep. Um, so I think I'm gonna I'd give him 1.2. Or what does that work out to be? Does that work out to be, what percentage of the cap is that? Uh yeah, it's 10. 10 percent. Well, I'd give him 10 percent. Ten percent of the cap, or I'd or I'd fix him for I'd fix him at one point two for five years. So I I think the Broncos if the cap goes up, then he, the, the Broncos get the freedom of that cap moving up. So you're right about Adam Reynolds might even take a little bit less than that because you go Adam, I know how much you're loving it up here in Brisbane. So obviously afterwards you need a job, so we can probably help you out with that. And you know, Adam Reynolds fits as a perfect guy to go into a coaching yeah. system like that. Right. The only thing is now he's not on the field for you. The other thing about Reese Walsh, as you say, not he is on every piece of promotional yeah. output that you have yep. for your club for however long you've got him signed. And he's just turned 21. So he is a $1.3, $1.4 million a year player, but I reckon the Broncos could get him for less than that. Well, he will, he'll stay because his family's in Brisbane Correct. as well. And that was the reason why yep. he came home from the Warriors. When the Warriors relocated away from living in Brisbane to New Zealand. He wasn't happy. Didn't, That's right. Didn't, didn't enjoy it over there, wanted to be around his family. So he's got the connection to – Brisbane had that connection knowing that he doesn't want to move out of Brisbane. Yep. He's now become a superstar in Brisbane. He's got yep. a halfback. He's got a front row. He's got all yep. these people around him that he seems to be just embracing. He's also become a state of origin fullback and, and, and brained a state of origin. So you think he's now going to become a representative player, which takes his branding and markability higher again. So yes. then it's up for his agent to help him off the field. And when you're in the – in Brisbane and the Broncos are going well. I would certainly think there'd be some markability view up there with sponsors and and companies to be involved with Reese Walsh as an individual, not as the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, it's funny you, you nailed a couple of things there, Noddy. And I was just going back and I was thinking about as you were talking about the setup of the Penrith team. It's almost identical. Reese Walsh will get done. Yeah, that's not. I think everyone agrees upon that. And Brisbane Broncos, regardless of the number, they'll find a way to get it done. Therefore. Dylan Edwards and Reese Walsh will be done. 
Adam Reynolds and Nathan Cleary will be done. Pat Carrigan and Jose Yeo will be done. Fisher Harris and Payne Haas will be done. Yep. So at every single level, they've got it sorted. The odd two out for both teams are Jerome Luai and Ezra Mam that they're really going to struggle with. It's Ooh, not. A, it's not going to be a question about whether they can get Reese Walsh done. They'll do everything possible to yeah. get that done. Yeah. But they've also got Ezra Mam on the same year. And Penrith is at the moment struggling to figure out the right price for Jerome Lawai. So, well, what is it? What what is what is look, the right price for Penrith for Jerome Lawai? I think for both of them, mate. Um, Ezra doesn't have the runs on the board like Jerome does, but they're gonna if they hit the market, they're gonna hit close to a mil. I think teams will take a punt, yep, especially the lower ranked teams, in trying to turn them into an out and out seven controlling the the team. If they do indeed stay. At their teams, they're going to be second fiddle, sometimes even third. Yeah. And um, and that's behind not the fullbacks, the ball-playing middles that both teams have got, right? So um, I think they're, they're high hundreds again, anywhere between, you know, seven to 900 yep. for, for both of them, I think is the right number. But do they are they happy with taking potentially two to 300 per season off what they'll get somewhere else. Yeah, that's right. What are they prepared to give up? And then the other thing about them, as far as what the, the Panthers and the Broncos respectively, what, what they also then have to determine and will be determined by what type of people they are. So, you know, what the application to training, uh, uh, the, the fit within the group. We know that Jerome Luai is a very much a valued off-field player at the Penrith Panthers. What do they call him? Chief Energy Officer, right? And he loves the area. And, you know, wants to stay clearly, but at what price? I don't know. You know. People inside the Broncos will know about Ezra and how he goes about his preparation and whether you can see that that improvement that we've seen in him over the last couple of years continue because of his application to his craft. Here's the other thing. So they've got all that sorted at the pointy end of NRL. What's the other thing that separates the Broncos and the Panthers and maybe the Warriors with every other club? Or maybe not the Cowboys, but certainly the They've just got these the juniors coming yeah. through. And if, you, if you're prepared to lock up those really important pl- pieces of the puzzle, you know those fringe players, those players you can get and pay them less for a certain period of time, almost like they're coming out of a draft. Mm. You know they're going to stick around and you're going to fill the pieces in and then you might lose them. You might lose Kikau. You might lose Coruscant. You might lose Matty Burton. But in the end, you can replace them. And I think also for, for those two five eights. You look at how Jack Cogger's going, sitting, fitting into the Penrith system, and mm. looks like he's a premium halfback now. Yep, he probably wasn't classed as a premium halfback before he'd gone to Penrith this year, and before he'd filled he in wasn't. for either a Nathan Cleary or playing five eight for Jerome Luai. Yep, doing outstanding, just coming in and doing his job. So, I would, you know, I've probably been a player who was top of your game, going great in a good organisation, make a decision to leave that organisation, thinking that all the other organisations are, are all very similar. And then go to a club that's weaker, go to a club that's not motivated. Um, you lose your own standard of the football and you lose rep jerseys and you go backwards and it sort of has to start again. So I would advise both Ezra Mann and Jerome Luai, they have to ride on the back of the coattails of the teams that they're playing in. Yes. They're not as highly important as the key players that the club's already gone out to seek. They are entitled to get as much as they can get. But I, I would I would think that they stay in a good system. For Jerome Luai, he gets to play State of Origin outside most of the time because they're going to pick him and Nathan. So that yeah. that that helps him in some payments and yeah. some representative. And then yep. he can go, obviously, go off and still, if he doesn't make the Australian side, he can still go out and play for his 
Second choice, or that's it, how it works. It'd be second choice, wouldn't it? His first choice would be Australian. No. His first choice is Samoa. So he can can play representative football, test level, state of origin football for New South Wales and and become a representative player. Yep. I do not have either of those players on high high hundreds. I'm not... yeah, I'm not, Ezra Mann definitely. You're saying Ezra if we lose them, we lose them. Ezra, Ezra Mann is a freak and does some really good things, but he's at the moment not, as you said, he's a bit behind Jerome Luai because Luai's played State of Origin and been a part of a grand final for two other years. Um, so he's earned that right to be a probably a 100-gamer. I think he'd be close to 100-gamer. Yeah, no, um, Jerome. Oh, Jerome, Jerome yeah, Jerome yeah. would be over 100 by now. Yeah, well over. Yeah, so yeah. he's got that experience. So, oh, I think if you could get 750 for Jerome. Yep. And the ability to stay in the Penrith Grand Final systems, I think he should be. It's probably in his mind unders, but I think from a club's point of view, they'd be pretty happy. Yeah, I think uh, Jerome will get to November one, have a test of the market, see indeed how big of the ga- how big the gap is, yep. and then he'll decide then. As he's, and, he's right, and yep. and I think I think he's just. Get, I reckon he will get blown away by an offer. I think a team down the bottom, with you know whether it's the Tigers, whether it's the Bulldogs, um, whether it's. Uh, uh, the St. George Dragons, if Ben Hunt does indeed leave, they're looking for a playmaker to run the team. And if the number's too big, he can't turn it down. Ezra Mam, he could be a bit different because he hasn't proven himself. Or, you know, Jerome could potentially win three in a row here and, and play in four grand finals and play for Origin already. So are they both sixes? Well, I was going to ask are you Are they two? both genuine number sixes and cannot organise, not cannot organise, he's not a game manager. Adam Reynolds says genuine halfbacks that can organise games. Yep. And then there's, then there's five eights that you say should be able to organise games, but they can't run games. Yeah. I've, again, the only Jerome's got a short sample size from running the Samoan team in yes. the World Cup. It was only three or four games. It's a different level. It's international level with not the quality of NRL week in, week out. But Ezra Mam doesn't have it at the moment. And, and even just with the eye test, I, you could sort of see that probably Jerome's got more of it in him already. But that again, that comes with games. I think he might have 50 games probably on Ezra at the moment right now in his career, Jerome to Ezra, plus the experience of playing Origin, plus the experience of playing consistent finals footy now for a while. So I could, I see more, I, I really think Jerome's going to get a big number thrown at him November 1st if he doesn't indeed get it done at, at Penrith for unders. Uh, in in that space, so you think he can't? Jerome can run aside. Yeah, uh, look, it's tough, mate. Noddy knows it better than me. Um, but if if you're gonna take a punt on someone, and you you need to, right? If you're you look at all the best teams, they've got an out and out seven. Um, these uh, mature halves that are all the teams that have performed well this year. Even you're looking to Jackson Hastings to a lesser extent with. Yeah. Not necessarily the success, but the runs on the board and and playing a lot of footy games and understanding how what it takes to run a team. Um, yeah, some of these teams down the bottom are missing it, and I think if Jerome become available, they'd be looking to throw at least a million at him. Yeah, I agree with that too. To, figure it, to see if see if he can indeed do that. Ezra Mam, thirty seven NRL appearances. Yep. Jerome Law, one hundred and six. Yeah. So yep. and and Origin and and all of that and International Rugby League, as you mentioned, you make a really good point. So if you look at Sean O'Sullivan when he went up and played for the Dolphins this year, looked right at home, at looked very comfortable at yeah. NRL level. Jack Cogger next year at the Knights. Presuming he's going to be there playing something somewhere, um, he will look very comfortable. So Brad Schneider is formerly of the Canberra Raiders. Yeah. He's coming back, and Better. he must be looking at that and going, wow, I get this education. I'll get to play in a competitive team. I play with Nathan Cleary, and at the end of my two years, I'm valuable to someone. 
Yeah, and I think that's what that's what's happened for everyone that's come into the Penrith system and/or has come through their own pathways. Is they've they've got an opportunity to play first grade. They've come in a great system. They do their job. They're super fit. They're well drilled, and they all get promotions to further their careers yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, so it's 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 a thank you when you either coming through that system now or whether you get an opportunity to be recruited into that system. We're going to go into the Panthers system with assistant coach Ben Garner throughout the course of the afternoon. We'll have our Dallium teams of the year, our Dallium medalists as well, uh, and lots of text messages coming in. Keep them coming, 0457 736 736. But after the break, we'll have a deep dive into the Broncos 42, the Warriors 12.